Well, welcome on this Tuesday, Brother Derek King at the microphone. We're talking about the substance of power. Father, Lord, I pray to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you will put a watch around our tongues so that we do not sin against you. Help us, Father, for it is written, no man can control the tongue. But God can, but you can, Holy Father. So, Lord, put a watch around my tongue, Lord, that I won't slander, gossip, or evil speak, or speak destruction to myself or anyone else. And do the same, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, Lord, that your love, Lord, and your spirit, Lord Jesus, and your power, Lord, will be resident and, and activated upon us at all times, that we grieve not your Holy Spirit, whereby we are sealed until the day of redemption. Help us, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, some of you might have noticed at the end when I was praying. See, if you miss it, you're not lost. You hadn't lost your salvation. Even though the Bible don't want us to evil speak one another, don't want us to say the wrong thing. God don't want us to do that. But we do do it sometimes. Am I right? So. What happens is sometimes we grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't mean he left us. That's an important thing to, to, to bring out. We grieve him. See, he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He said he'll be with us until the consummation. So he don't leave us because we miss it. One time David missed it. And even though he had the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit didn't leave him. He did pray that he didn't leave him, but the Holy Spirit didn't leave him. So we don't want to practice sin in order to grieve the Holy Spirit. But we want to make sure we have a wholesome tongue, that our tongue is used to bless men that are made out of the similitude of God. How many understand that? We want to bless them that curse us, pray for them, that despitefully use us because our tongues are a source of power. Proverbs 18 and at verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Now, that is a strange statement if you just think about it. You're talking about my belly going to be filled with my mouth and with the amount of words I increase in, I'm going to be filled. Yes, that's what it's saying. All blessings start first with a word. All curses start first with a word. Verse 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I heard of a case years ago. And I, uh, about some elementary uh, students. Walked around one of their classmates saying, die, die, die. And they said, and, and, and um, 
They said the little classmate, after they did that for 10, 20 minutes, that little classmate had a heart attack and died. Now, I don't know how true that is, but I know in the realms where I've heard, I don't know personally, but see, God got it where you have people that got born again that used to be in witchcraft that they preached the word. Now, a guy named John Ramirez, Google search. And he told stories about how he was a high level warlock. And how he was assigned to certain parts of the city in New York. How he ran certain blocks. How he used to stay up all night uh, praying to his father, the devil, at the time. And, and praying, uh, speaking word curses over neighborhoods, over cities. And how he used to project out of his body into people's homes and create problems in their marriage and all that kind of stuff. All these things will be done uh, or done by words or are being done by words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue is the substance of power. See? Power is death. Power is life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, if a person can do that on the evil side, right? If they can walk around a kid and say, die, 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 and a kid die. And if they can stay up all night praying to Satan, uh, uh, casting spells and word curses on neighborhoods and this and that, so forth and so on, and people's marriages and all this. I would think that the church should be busy doing the uh, same thing for God. Because God has more power than Satan, but God's power is only released when people are releasing it. That's why if you notice my teachings, I teach it a little bit what people should pray over their neighborhoods. Why? Because sometimes the evil that is going on in the neighborhood is coming from a spiritual force that is being spoken upon it. It's not. See, a lot of people assume that evil just happened. It don't just happen. Sometimes you have people speaking it into existence. I know that's hard for you all to believe. And blessings don't just happen. The blessing, it, it happens by being pronounced with words. When you see a family that's blessed, it's because somebody in that family been speaking over that family, been speaking words of blessings over that family. You see a neighborhood that continuously stay blessed, it's because somebody over there praying. You know, you'll see people flee a neighborhood, right, to go to a new neighborhood, right? Then after a while, that neighborhood will come messed up. Then they flee out farther west. How many know what I'm talking about? Well, if you don't start praying, guess what? That neighborhood is going to become messed up too. Why? Because it's prayer and words that keeps the devil out. It's words that bring God in and bring in the angels. It's words that bring the devil in and brings in demons. 
and you in a war of words. I had I had one time I got a neighbor, right? They was young and they wanted to, they party hardy, juke jam, boogie woogie. They had money, all kind of cars and stuff. And they were throwing a party, man. And I mean, I got to go to work. And they might be Then they might park all in my driveway and this and that. And so I remember my wife, she was like, I'm a, you think I ought to call the police? I said, don't do it. Because I grew up in, a, you know, in a neighborhood where you don't do that because the people might get mad and retaliate. I said, don't do it. But I started praying. I love to tell you that they stopped the first day, but they didn't. But I prayed every day. I said, there'll be no reveling in my house or around my house or around my neighbor's house. There'll be no drug selling or drug addiction in my neighborhood, on my street, around my house. I bind the spirit of reveling, the spirit of partying and the spirit of wickedness. I just kept binding the spirits. <clears throat> but also I prayed for the guys. And I say, Lord, you know them and I release faith and love all around them that they may be born again. And I just prayed that every day, maybe three or four times a day, even when, when I was at work. Do you know in about six months, they finally stopped, stopped having parties and all that? Why? Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. How many understand that? You will never change anything in your neighborhood, in your home, in your body, in your finances. Till you learn how to speak life to those areas. To bind the evil and release the good. I got a lot to say. But I'm out of time. Be blessed.